Welcome once again back to another cathartic podcast. This is your least favorite talking head, Page Man, coming at you. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Shit. It's been a while. Fucking hell. I don't know if I even want to apologize for the long hiatus. Just haven't had really, really much wanted to talk about. A lot of things I just didn't know. Didn't know. The things I want to talk about go against everything that this podcast is built on. A lot of fucking politics shit and you know, shootings and more crap like that. And I was like, Man, I don't want to do a podcast about that. There's a reason why I try my best to stay away from politics, stay away from religion. I try to toe that line as much as possible. And there wasn't anything going really good. I mean, the NCAA basketball tournament came and went. I'm not a huge basketball fan, so I did watch it, but I know very little about it. I am happy to see that Texas Tech and Virginia both made the finals, and I was rooting for Virginia. I was rooting for Texas Tech to get there when it was Virginia and Texas Tech. I was rooting for Virginia. I don't know why I just was. And then what else happened? I don't know what else happened. I forgot. <laughs> Must not have been that important. But I'm back. I'm try to do more, a little bit shorter ones as we work our way up to the college football season, which I will probably talk at length about once we get there. This is what I do. You know, I don't want this podcast to be a strict 100% college football podcast because it gets really old <laughs> towards around this time of year to be more general but we'll see what happens um but yeah bust this one out for you what are we gonna talk about today one part talk a little bit about the draft probably don't go into too much length about it uh thought a little bit about the players got drafted i wish i could watch it i got fucking i got busy on thursday I don't get work to assist. I don't get off work till six thirty. But I mean, I kind of knew the hell was going to get drafted. There were some surprises in there. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what we talk about, how it goes. I might go on a tangent like I always do. <clears throat> I know the last episode was very, very short. I think it was half an hour, forty minutes, maybe. Maybe. Could be wrong. Uh, so before I already get going, I want to thank sound, soundbible.com for the um, little buttons I got. And this one. And this one. I also want to thank bensound.com for the introduction music. Which is this. Not me going any deeper than that. Legal reasons, I have to give them credit. <clears throat> so there is their credit. Thank you guys for putting that shit out there so we can take. Uh, so what the hell has been going on? Well, I went on vacation. That was cool. Another vacation. Then last time I came, last time, last episode I did, and I, I just come off, off a quick vacation down to San Diego. Go to San Diego. And I went on a tangent about all the fucking assholes at the TSA line. So, 
I put my money where my mouth is. I spent the 85 fucking bucks and I got the pre-TSA. So much fucking easier. A little bit of work. A little bit. Not a whole lot. You have to go online, fill out some paperwork, not paperwork, fill out some questions, all your information, all that shit. Then you got to go to a pre-TSA spot. Mine happened to be at the Staples. And you bring your IDs that, no, they need two forms of ID. You sit there and you give it to them. They double check everything. You give your thumbprint and your fingerprints. They take your picture. You pay them the 85 bucks. And, of course, they say, well, there's no guarantee you'll be approved. Because, <clears throat> I guess, something they check into your background or some bullshit. And it can take from five to 35 days. Luckily, mine came pretty quickly. And I was able to use it for my trip, which is really, really nice. So much fucking easier, man. <laughs> threw me off, though. Really threw me off. Because I'm used to taking my shoes off. Like I said, last, I think it was the last episode I did. I want... I'm fucking efficient. I go... If I take my laptop, if I take my pad, it's out. My shoes are off before I even fucking get to the belt. All the shit is out of my pockets, either in my backpack or in that little tray. Ready to fucking go. I am fucking ready to go. Got the TSA line. I was ready to go. <laughs> Bend over to take out my shoes off. and went, wait a minute. I don't fucking need to do this. And I popped up and the TSA lady looked at me kind of funny. I was like, I don't need to take my shoes off, do I? She went, nope. Went, Perfect. Instead of going through the little fucking um, x-ray thing with Jake, I went through the metal detector. Awesome. That was cool as well. I was ready to go through the little x-ray thing. I had my hands up, ready to fucking go. And I went, Siri, come over here. And there I went. So much easier. Quick. Boom, boom, boom. So fucking quick and easy and nice. I am beyond excited that I have it. And now I want to travel more, even though I fucking hate flying. <laughs> I have a friend of mine who, who who's had it for many years. And they always, like, rub it in. It's like, I don't... I'm going to get to the airport like an hour before my flight. The Uber. Okay. I don't have any luggage. Take my bag. Pop out. Go right through the pre-TSA and I'm done. Well, you fucking suck. <clears throat> but now I'm pre-TSA, motherfuckers. It's nice. I'm so happy to have it. It's fucking... If you haven't done it yet, go out and do it. That's it. Spend the 85 bucks. Spend the 10, 15 minutes on the computer... Go to the appointment. Do your thing, you're done. It's perfect. I recommend it. Now, if you don't get accepted, then that's between you and the government. So I went to Hawaii for a week, over a week, about eight days. And that was a whole lot of fun. That was kind of a personal thing. The mom, godmother, buddy, and his wife flew out as well. Uh, great time. A little bit of, uh, don't remember some things, but, um, it was a good time. And like normal, you're on vacation, you don't want to fucking come back, and I didn't. I did not want to come back. I really thought about faking an illness, uh, on the Saturday I was supposed to fly back home. <clears throat> but then found out the reason. The hotel we were at was actually filled up for that weekend, so I didn't have a choice. I tried. 
If I could, I would just fucking leave this all behind and live in a fucking hotel on a beach somewhere. Of course, I'd be broke, but it is what it is. But great time. Great, 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 great time. Hawaii, beautiful place. We went to Honolulu and at the, is that Oahu, I think it is. Awesome place. Uh, maybe next time I go, I'll, I'll do a different island or something. Uh, the one thing about Hawaii, I am disappointed. I am disappointed in the beer. I, I figured the beer would be really good. I wouldn't say phenomenal, but I figured it would be a lot better than it was. I was really disappointed in the beer, and we had a lot of beer. Uh, the Castaway was probably the one that most people will recognize from uh, Kona Brewing. Uh, it wasn't bad. I had it three different times, and all three times it had a different flavor. Uh, Maui went to Waikiki uh, Beer Works, Honolulu. Was Waikiki Beer or Waikiki Brewing? Whatever it's called. Uh, Honolulu Beer Works. I think they were called Beer Works. But, I mean, for the most part, it was drinkable-ish. Not something that let me say. Usually, if I go to a place and I take luggage with me, it's because I have plans of bringing some shit back home with me. I have plans, but there wasn't a single fucking beer that went. Oh, this is fucking so awesome! I gotta bring it back home. So I didn't. Didn't bring any beer back home. Only I brought back home was a shit ton of those chocolate covered macadamia nuts. So Hawaii, well, Honolulu, anyways, I'm disappointed. Very, very disappointed in what you guys offered. The beer was okay. It was drinkable. It was cheap, too. Holy fuck, it was cheaper than I expected. I think there was a couple nights where we spent four bucks per beer, three bucks per beer. Um, So that was cool. But uh, was it worth it? Eh. They got the job done. Tried something new, which was nice. So, again, maybe go somewhere else next time. Think maybe Kona or something. I don't know. God, first world problems, huh? But a good time. Again, pre-TSA was awesome. Uh, Hawaiian Airlines is what we took. Uh, wasn't too bad. Their beer selection fucking sucks. I'm sorry. Like any of their beer selection. So next time I'm gonna fly Alaska because I love their beer selection. So where am I going next? I think I probably gonna be taking some a couple weeks off in July. Gonna be heading to the East Coast. Maybe I'll do maybe I'll do a podcast out there. There's a friend of mine out there who have been trying to get on the do kind of like a remote uh, a guest like I've done in the past. Try and get her on here, but just with her, she's a bunch of, she's real busy, and so trying to get get her squared away to get it done, and find the right time with our time difference, it's, it's really hard. So maybe in the future, July, um, maybe I'll do too. Maybe I might. I'm gonna go see a, a Brett Con. Who those of you who, are, who actually are listening, uh, you, he was on here. We were a remote podcast, a remote. Uh, uh, interview great guy nice guy been friends with him for several years maybe i'll do a face-to-face with him we won't even talk we'll talk on we'll talk fitness let's we'll talk bullshit maybe maybe i can get him a drink a couple beers or a couple 
hard alcohol drinks and it'll loosen up a little bit. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Let's wait in July. This is fucking not even May yet. Most going to be May by the time this gets out. <clears throat> so, yeah. So I had a good time, and now I'm back. Now I'm working and fucking trying to figure out what the hell this podcast needs to be and how we're going to do it. How I'm going to do it. Now James, my editor, is going to do it. It's hard to pull one out every week because it just... It's not enough guests. It's just a run out of time. He's busy. I'm busy. It's just, it's becoming, it's a good thing to be busy. It's just, this is suffering. I mean, granted, there's like negative 513 people listening, but that's beside the point. I have a good time on it. I can rant rant and rave about nothing and no one gives a shit. So, but what we are going to talk briefly about, hopefully, next couple of minutes. So, the NFL draft. The NFL draft is completed. Some surprises, some head scratchers, some non surprises, some things. I'm going, why did you do that? Blah, 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 blah. So if you're, you know, you follow the NFL, if you call it follow college football, it, it's been Kyler Murray's going to go number one. Kyler Murray's going to go number one. Arizona, come. First off, you know what? Arizona is turning into the new dumpster fire of the NFL. They just are. I don't trust the GM, I don't trust the owners. It has just become a dumpster fire over there. <clears throat> no, they can't seem to do their own thing. They have to take bits and pieces from other people. They have to take the idea from the St. Louis Rams, got themselves a young head coach who is all about offense. So what did they do? What did Arizona do? They went and got a young head coach who's all about offense. The difference is the Rams head coach had – some NFL coaching experience, I believe. Cliff Kingsbury has a losing record in college football as a head coach. But yet he just got paid a shit ton of money to be a head coach in the NFL, even though he had a terrible losing record. Shouldn't say terrible. But Sean McAvey has NFL experience as a coach, as a co- as a coach, not as a player, but as a coach. Um, I think he's an offensive coordinator with uh, I want to say Washington for a couple of years before he got the head coaching job at L- in LA. Cliff, to my knowledge, I can't think he. I don't think he has any college. It might no, I might be wrong. I'm not going to say here. I, I might be wrong. He may have. Um, I'm going to look real quick. Let's see. No, he doesn't. But Cliff Kingsbury has no NFL head coaching, no NFL coaching experience. He's played. He played for, and he was drafted by the Patriots. Uh, played with the Saints, kind of. I think he was a practice squad player. Yeah, it was. So the Saints in Denver, he was a practice squad player. Was on the Jets roster in 05. And then he was a practice player for Buffalo in 06. Then, let's see, he had a year stint in the Canadian Football League, which 
I don't think he even started. So my point being is, Arizona is a dumpster fire. They go out, they want to be the L.A. Rams. Get a young, hot coach who's a great offensive mind, who can bring excitement to the team, excitement to the organization like Sean McVay of L.A. Dig in. The difference is, because they go out and get, get Cliff, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, the difference is Sean McVay has NFL experience. He was an offensive quarter for two, three years with the Redskins before he became a head coach. Cliff Kingsbury has no NFL coaching experience, none whatsoever. And he couldn't even keep his own players in line. I shouldn't say in line. I mean, I don't think he even got in trouble. But he has a sub 500 record at Texas Tech. Sub 500 at Texas Tech. Okay. You are, yes, you're in the Big 12. I get it. So you lose Oklahoma, Texas, but you should beat Kansas. You should beat Baylor, or maybe split the series against Baylor. Um, you should split the series against Iowa State. Iowa State last couple years have come on strong. Uh, who else is in the, Oklahoma State? Man, probably high-powered offense to high-powered games or high-scoring games. Uh, who else? I can't think of all the Big 12 teams. The point being, there's only two or three teams in the Big 12 that you should lose to consistently. The rest of the Big 12, you should either split or always beat them. Kansas. Recent Kansas State. Baylor over the last couple of years. But you didn't. Instead, you finished with a sub-500 record, and now you're a fucking head coach in the NFL. <clears throat> Makes absolutely no sense to me, anyways. But anyways, I digress. The reason why he came up is, of course, they go out and they pick Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, great talent. Great, 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 great talent. I'm not going to sit here and say he's not a great talent. He just, to me, doesn't seem like he has that it factor. But Baker Mayfield had that it factor. He just did. He willed the, his... Oklahoma team to win. And I don't like Baker Mayfield by any means of the imagination. None at all. I don't, I'm not a big fan of it's a good player. And I will give him credit for that. But he had an it factor to him. Kyler Murray, to me, just doesn't have the it factor. And it doesn't make any sense. I mean, Arizona makes no sense to me whatsoever. This GM has been with this organization for a couple years now. He's like he's brand new to this, to my knowledge. So last year they go out, they trade up, they traded up to get uh, uh, Rosen, Rosen, tenth pick. They gave away picks for him. Pick him 10th. He had one year with them. One year. And at the same time, people want to give him credit, give, knock him for being having such a bad year. He was thrown into a situation with, where this team was just falling apart. And there's a reason why they got rid of their head coach after one year. This is the reason. All right? He, this guy's been a genius. He's been in Arizona, Arizona since fucking 99. He's been the GM since 2013. 
So I'd assume he knows what the fuck he's doing. <clears throat> I'd assume. That's what you're assuming. But Rosen was in a bad situation. What the fuck is he supposed to do? And I don't like Rosen. Okay, again, I, I didn't like him at UCLA. I thought he was a, he came off as a douche. But it's hard to get again to argue with the talent that he had, especially in college. But you can do that with a lot of players who come out. So they go, they pick Kyler Murray. Do I agree with that pick? I think it's a stretch personally. Yes. Is he a great talent? Yes, he is. He's a great talent. I'm not, I can't sit here and deny it. He is a great talent. Is he number one pick worth? Uh, I don't think so. I just don't. I, I, I don't think he's a person that can make his own decisions. I mean, you, you see him with the interviews. Terrible interview. And his daddy's sitting right behind him. I think his daddy's pulling a lot of strings. And I don't see this being a really good relationship. No, I could be wrong. As a mediocre Arizona fan, I do like the Cardinals from time to time. Depends on who they play. I want to see them succeed. I rooted for them when they had Kurt Warner. And they were in the Super Bowl. Larry Fitzgerald, fucking magnificent talent. And the guy has been so faithful. I want to see them succeed. I just... Don't know if it, if it if Kyler, if it's gonna happen. I just don't. I just don't know. Do I feel like it's going to? Eh, I don't know. We'll see. He has. He's just as athletic, if not more athletic than Baker. But again, I just don't feel like he has that it factor. You no, know, Baker has the it factor. Brady has the it factor. Fucking Tebow had the it factor. Tebow had probably one of the worst, besides Philip Rivers, probably one of the worst throw emotions ever. <laughs> but he had the impact. We saw it game in, game out, especially in the playoffs. I just don't see I just don't see Kyler with that did factor. I really, really don't. But you know, I, I think with Rosen and with the weapons they had going on, getting an edge rusher. Would have been a better idea for him. Maybe another secondary player. I don't think there was a secondary player that was as highly rated as a lot of the edge rushers. So, I mean, they could have tra- traded down. They got a shit ton of other picks, but they didn't. They, they picked Kyler Murray, and that's the end of the story. I already did an ep- a- a- episode about her, her, hurt, hurt, whatever. He transferred. Again, I just don't see that working out very well. <clears throat> He's going to have a hard time. I mean, Oklahoma lost four of the five starting offensive linemen. That doesn't mean the new guys coming up are going to be bad. It just – this is interesting. They lost a lot of weapons too. So, San Francisco picked up Nick Bosa. Um, <clears throat> I think he's a great talent. He just has that douchebag factor to me like his brother does. Brother had like one or two good years, and it's kind of just been slowly kind of become mediocre. 
I'm not a huge, huge fan of the Bosa's. I mean, granted, I'm not a Ohio State fan, but I can give credit where credit is due. He is a great talent. He was a great talent two years ago. Last year, he played, what, a game, two games? Then he shut it down and left? I think I talked about this already, too. I'm not going to go over it. You want to know what the fuck I'm talking about? Listen to all the fucking episodes. <clears throat> so I'm not going to reiterate and spend time reiterating on what I've already said. Good talent. Number two worthy? Yeah. Does he have an upside? I don't know. I, again, another one of those things I feel like daddy and mommy are pushing him and, and, and making the decisions for him. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it. I don't know. I, I think I think he's going to be a good player. As I say, I think about listening to my gut. I feel like it's going to be a good player, but it could be wrong. Uh, Jets pick up an Alabama player. Williams, two-fifths tackle. Hats off to him. This one got me kind of confused. A lot of people got confused on this one. The number four pick, Raiders picked up Cleland Farrell, defensive end Clemson. Good player. Solid player. You have four defensive linemen being uh, selected from one school, Clemson. And the way I look at it is, it, is this. Farrell, uh, great player. Is he number four worthy? No, I don't think so. I think the Raiders probably could have picked him at the 21st. I think they're the 21st or 24th. Uh pick at the 24th so they could have probably got him at the 24th spot um but again who else would they who else could they have picked up Josh Allen from Kentucky maybe but they kind of run a Drew 4-3 down a 3-4 with an edge rusher so maybe I, I think Farrell was a stretch of this spot and here's my thing about the, the, the four Clemson defensive linemen. Is everybody, yes, they're, they're great players. I'm not going to see here and deny that. But when you have – if you have one or two really good defensive linemen, it doesn't take much for the other two mediocre defensive linemen to be to look really good. <clears throat> Can they beat the double teams? Can they beat the chip blocks? Because now you got four guys usually going up against five. There's going to be a couple one-on-ones there. Again, not saying the defensive line isn't good. I think all four deserve to be drafted. I just wonder if there is somebody in there who's looking good because two or three of the other defensive linemen took up most of the time in space. You know, type of deal. I don't know how to explain it more than that. But Farrell, I think he's a stretch. I think he should have been drafted top in the first round for sure. I just don't know about four. I think he could have been down at the 24th pick. Uh, Devin White, linebacker from LSU. A lot of people talked about him. Daniel Jones. <laughs> this one. This is the one that got my head scratching, too. Near Giants like Daniel Jones. Now, there's a rumor coming out that they thought Denver was trying to trade out the pick Jones. Denver went, no, we don't want Jones. <clears throat> so I started doing some looking into it. Because you hear all this stuff on, on radio, you hear all these different things about players and stats and shit. So, Daniel Jones, what, let me just, where are they? Let me get this set up here. So, these are the people that are ahead of Daniel Jones in the QBR. Shea Patterson, Michigan. Justin Herbert, 
out of Oregon. A lot of people thought he should have come out, and a lot of people think he should have stayed. Jake Bentley. There are two, actually, there are two USC quarterbacks who are rated higher than Jones with a, a QBR. Two. Well, I don't know that means a whole lot. Uh, Nate Stanley out of Iowa. He's on that list. Let's see. Jake Luton, L-U-T-O-N, out of Oregon State. Uh, Alex Honeybrook, who just transferred because he lost his starting job, is also ahead of Daniel Jones. If you go off the QBR from last year, Daniel Jones was the 72nd ranked quarterback QBR-wise. Haskins, on the other hand, <clears throat> was number four. QBRs, by the way. QBR. I'm not going to – we're going to go over some other little stats here. How about yards per attempt? Now, this might be where you got something, but he doesn't. <laughs> yards per attempt, Jones, uh, 6.8 yards per attempt. Haskins, 9.1. Kyler Murray is 11.6. Now, this one, I can't argue with that. 11.6. That's awesome. Uh, Will Greer is up to 9.7. <clears throat> Jones, like I already said, is at 6.8. Three yards less than Haskins. Now again, I hate Ohio State, so the fact that maybe it's important to Haskins is fucking amazing. Don't tell anybody. Yards, the whole season for yards. Actually, no, I'm going to do percentage. I want to do completion percentage for you. <clears throat> so completion percentage, he was over 60%, which is really good. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. That's a, well, decently good <laughs> percentage. But where does it sit him in these rankings? It sits him at 68th. 68th out of 100 and some quarterbacks. The highest percentage was uh, Jack Abrams from Southern Miss. Southern Miss. And, of course, uh, Minshew from Washington State. Haskins was fourth. Kyler was seventh. <clears throat> so I, mean, I can go on and on and on and talk about all that crap. I think it's a stretch. But what do I know? I, I just think it's a stretch. It, Daniel just, again, he went to Duke. The numbers weren't there. He could talk well as Duke and a talent. He's still in the ACC. There's still some talent there. They won some games. They just didn't win the big ones. I think that was a stretch. I think that was. I think that one. A lot of people went. What really? <clears throat> uh, Jacksonville picks up Josh Allen, defensive end slash linebacker from Kentucky. He's going to be a good edge rusher, three four edge rusher. Uh, Detroit picks up Hawkinson, tight end of Iowa. Iowa had two tight ends drafted in the first round. 
I don't think that's ever happened. One of the other guy went later in the first round, didn't he? Where's he at? Right there. The Broncos picked up Noah uh, Faint, Font, F-A-N-T. Great players. Iowa, wow. And Oliver goes to Buffalo. I think him coming back his first senior year and not being healthy and having the issues, I think that already hampered him. I think if he had come out last year, he probably would have been top five pick. Granted, he is he was drafted ninth. So I think he's a talent. I think he's an undersized defensive tackle. He played defensive tackle at Houston. I think he might be more of an uh, end end guy because he's just not he's not huge. Um, <clears throat> and you can get away with that when you are at Houston when you're playing in the American Conference, the overrated American Athletic Conference. Again. Go back. I did a little spiel about that probably around bull season. <clears throat> uh, Pittsburgh picks up Devin Bush. Great player. I think he's got his head up his ass a lot of times. He wants to talk about respect, being respected, but he doesn't respect anybody else. Um, Bengals pick up an offensive lineman. Uh, Packers pick up Gary. A defensive end from Michigan. There's another de- here's a defensive lineman from Clemson. Christian Wilkins, plugs a hole. Probably, um, yeah, man, I forgot they don't have Sue anymore. Uh, Atlanta takes an offensive lineman. Washington is his Hackins at fifteen. He finally goes. He's going to Washington. That's I think Washington's in search for a quarterback still. I think Haskins is going to be. I think I think a lot of people are, are putting. Well, he's not a running quarterback. Who cares? Neither's career. Neither is fucking Jones. Or Locke. Haskins is a quarter is a, is a quarterback. So who cares if he's not a running quarterback? Neither is Tom Brady or Phillip Rivers. Or Aaron Rodgers. Have you seen him try to gallop down the sideline? Holy fuck. So I think just because he's black, people think oh he has to be a running quarterback. No, who Warren Moon wasn't a running quarterback. He was black. He owned a lot of records. And he, I think he may still own a lot of Houston slash Tennessee records. I don't know how they – I mean, Houston – from Houston Oilers to the Tennessee Titans, then Houston Texans came in. So which records is, do they keep there? Let's uh, see. Carolina Panthers picked up a defensive end from Florida State. Brian Burns, I don't know about him. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, the guy who got popped for a couple PEDs, which they're – see right there. That can almost prove – almost kind of prove a point for me. About these four defensive linemen from Clemson. All of them are first-round draft picks. Actually, Lawrence didn't miss the semifinals and the national championship, and the defensive line didn't miss a beat. Is he really that good? Well, good enough to be ranked Good enough to be taking 17th. Uh, Minnesota takes a uh, center. Tennessee takes a defensive tackle from Mississippi. I don't know anything about him. Never Broncos pick the faint font from tight end. Packers, they already have a pick. I missed something. Uh, must have said, oh, I know. Wait, yeah, they had two picks. Uh, Green Bay, Darnell Savage Jr. from Maryland. Maryland had a lot of guys drafted this year. Uh, Philadelphia took a lineman. Houston took a lineman. Oakland took a running back. This one's something a little shaky on this one. 
Josh Jacobs, Alabama. I think the only good thing about that pick is they kind of platoon their running backs this last year or two. Um, they, they kind of split between Jacobs and the other guy, I the guy's name. So there wasn't he doesn't have as much wear and tear on him. I don't know if he's worth a 24th pick, though. Maybe a second round, but what do I know? Baltimore picks up the receiver, Marquise Brown from Oklahoma. Redskins, another first-round draft pick. They get a defensive end from Mississippi State. Not back-to-back Mississippi State players. Oakland takes a Jonathan Abram. I'm okay with that pick. The Dolts pick up a defensive tackle from Notre Dame. He was kind of a no-show last time I checked when he faced um, Alabama. No, Clemson, I mean. Uh, then run out the first round. Seattle takes a defensive end from DCU. Giants take a CB from Georgia. Falcons take off its lineman, and New England takes Harry out of Arizona State. <clears throat> some surprises in there. Some head scratches in there. Some picks I agree with. Some picks I don't. Which you kind of put that in. Um, so going through the rest. Of the draft, um, Denver picks up Drew Locke. I think that's a good pick. I'm not a hundred percent sold on Drew. I'm probably about seventy five percent sold. At least with him, he played in the SEC, and he has one win <laughs> for the top twenty five. Unlike Jones, who has none. Uh, who else? Any other surprises in there? Um, Eh, not really. And there's some. And there's some not. No, Metcalf. He was supposed to be this phenom out of the combine. He dropped all the way down to the very last pick of the second round. Remember, Metcalf was supposed to be the top five pick. Then all of a sudden, he's trapped to 64th. Hmm. I thought he was supposed to be a phenom, damn it. <clears throat> Let's see. Anybody else going to the third round that are... No, not really. Michigan's got a lot of players selected. Nothing really big there. So the kind of breakdown for the first round is you're looking at, this is actually, here's actually, you know what, I want to go back just a little bit. Talk a couple more minutes here. So yet, where's it? The hell, my damn. Wait, there we go. So drafted by conference. Now, a couple weeks ago, going into the conference, I mean, everybody talks about how bad the Pac-12 is. And they're they're bad. I'm not going to sit here and, and deny the fact that they're bad. But when you have the conference that the national championship came out of, aka ACC, and the Pac-12 has more players drafted than the ACC. I mean, granted, most of those ACC players are from Clemson, for sure. I don't really have the break. I do have a breakdown, but it took me forever to go through. I know North Carolina State or NC State has a bunch of them. Um, there's NC State. NC State. NC State. NC State had one, two, three, four guys drafted from NC State. So the so. <clears throat> The majority of ACC players came from Clemson. 
Pac-12, I think Washington had three or four players drafted. I believe Utah had a couple players drafted. Stanford had one, two, three, four players drafted. So on and so forth. So breaking down by by total number of kids drafted, Pac-12 came out third. Of course, the SEC came out first with, God, 60-something? 64. SEC was first. Big Ten was uh, second with 40. Pac-12, third with 33. ACC with 28. Big 12 with 26. The overrated AAC, 11. Mountain West, number uh, 10th. MAC, 9th. Independent, 8th. So, seven FCC, FCS schools. I uh, had a kid drafted that beats Conference USA <laughs> and the Sun Belt. <laughs> That's funny. Honestly, this is, here's what I was looking for. <clears throat> now, there's a handful of schools that didn't get anybody drafted. Now, I'm, I'm a Nebraska fan. I'm surprised Nebraska didn't get anybody drafted. Now, Stanley Morgan, a magnificent receiver, holds, I think he holds all the records now at Nebraska, didn't get drafted. Uh, um, Griffin, defensive and flew all over the place, could probably play an edge rusher or outside linebacker. He didn't get drafted. So there are a lot of players in schools that got snubbed, which is part of the process. I think the first time since 1968 or 65 or something that Nebraska had nobody drafted. Alabama finished off with 10. Ohio State finished off with 9. Oklahoma and Washington tied with 8. Well, that's surprising to me. Granted, most of Washington players are like uh, like Lyman. Uh, Georgia seven, A and M seven. Uh, Clemson only had six players drafted. <clears throat> only six. Four of them were defensive linemen. <laughs> uh, any other surprises in there? Oregon had four. Let's see. Any surprises in there? Michigan State only had two. I mean, Michigan. Michigan had a good number, didn't they? Michigan had five. Michigan State had two. Arizona State had two. So, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And I can sit here and go down the whole list if I cared enough. But instead of trying to make this one a short one, I'm happy to see San Jose has somebody drafted. It was a uh, tight end. A really good tight end, too. I uh, just forgot where. I think it was he a third rounder? Might have been third rounder. Forgot the name. There he is. Uh, Cahale wearing the attack uh, tight end out of San Diego State. Good for him. Uh, he be he, he could be a prototypical offensive offensive prototypical pro tight end. He lines up on the end, he can block and he can catch. That's what you need is in, in the NFL, which is slowly going towards the spread system. I mean, shit, Rocky Long in San Diego State is going to the spread system this year, which I don't think he's ever run the spread. <laughs> I'm surprised he even knows what it is. He's always run the same fucking offense since he's been a head coach. So. <clears throat> ah. Well, quick, short, simple, right to the point. That's what I wanted to do for you guys today. Just try to get out there. Try to get one of these out here. It's been a while. Yay! Yay! Work. There it goes. Woo-hoo! Sorry, I just want to have the volume off. On my end, anyways. So, I just want to talk over, talk about this shit real quick. That's what we did. That's what I did. Um, next episode, who fucking knows when it's going to be. I'm probably going to try to get a guest, maybe. We'll see. 
Who knows? I don't have a clue. Unless I make shit up as I go. If you haven't figured it out by now, that I just make the shit up as I go. I have no game plan nine times out of ten. That's what I do. <laughs> I forget where I was going with that. Must have not been going very far because I fucking forgot. Uh, so, hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for if you're a subscriber, thanks for subscribing. If they're yeah, it's right, right? Yeah. Thanks for downloading. Follow. I still I'm not even fucking follow us because I don't post anything on on the Instagram or the Twitter. <clears throat> Period. <laughs> There's no point. Uh, but if you're so inclined to want to, Cathartic Podcast. Uh, it's Cathartic POS Cast. Yeah, Cathartic POS Cast, I think, is the Twitter handle. And the Instagram handle is Cathartic Podcast. Should be. Anyways. Also, head over to catharticapparel.com, catharticapparel.com. That's all one word. Some good shit on there. Uh, see something like, buy it. If you see something you don't like, don't buy it. It's up to you. So, quick, short, simple, right to the point. Thanks for listening. Go out. Fuck shit up, guys. There it is. All right. Later, guys.